Hello all and welcome to episode 40 of Enterprise Tech India Unplugged and uh, welcome Kumaran back for the second time uh, after his uh, illness which he has recovered very well and uh, he is in good uh, health and good humor and also Venkat who has a fancy new background today and uh, uh, it seems like a dynamic background we'll talk about it uh, today and the topic which we want to talk about is uh, personal productivity how do you manage your day to day work how do you manage emails how do you manage interrupts how do you how do you use your time because all of all of us are working from home uh, and some of us have been working from home for a long time so we have our own personal productivity techniques but in general how how does personal productivity work for all of us and i i know it is di- different for everybody but i am sure there are things which we can learn from each other so kumaran how do you manage your day to day productivity how do you, how do you ensure that just because you are at home you are not losing track of work you're not you're not uh, you're not busy with side business or distractions at home uh things like that right and even if even if you were in an office how i'm sure some of the things will still still be the similar things how you organize your workspace how you organize your emails right all those things are uh, things related to personal productivity give us an insight into how do you do that okay so uh, i'll give my personal example and uh, generally what i've heard after the current work from home which has been like more than a year now I think personally for me I've been working a lot of times from home so I think it was like kind of used to that and uh, I think I don't follow a 9 to 5 schedule just like a working hour office so kind of I have probably 3 3 hour slots to work in. so it will be typically between something like uh, 8 uh, 8 to 11 then uh, I will have a break then I would have another Two to five, then uh, another break, right? Then exactly eight hours, so around six to mm-hmm. eight or six thirty to eight, like that. So I kind of break it and take my uh, afternoon nap as well. So it's usually in these slots. These things will only get changed if there is not that much of work that time, or there is a uh, external meeting something happens. so that's that's a broad structure it's not like uh, clockwork kind of a thing but that's a broad working hours kind of a schedule do you take a nap in between the after lunch something like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so see 11 to 2 i don't do anything it's like mm-hmm. generally eating probably after lunch i take a snap nap for half an hour or one hour depends mm-hmm. on when i go to sleep sometimes what happens is if i don't feel like it then mornings 9 to 11 instead of 8 to 11 i start at around 9 9 9:30 so in those days maybe in the weekends i'll catch up that extra one hour or one and a half hours like mm-hmm. saturday sunday is there i catch up during that time so roughly it's that's how i uh, kind of do it so that's been fine and uh, uh for me it's been kind of useful i mean for many years i've been doing i think 
started even before Microsoft when I had my own company in Bangalore and I used to work in Chennai. I needed mm-hmm. to have this and it kind of got it. But for others, I think it's a problem because they kind of usually work from, let's say, 9.30 to 6.30. Mm-hmm. Typical uh, people. And now it has become crazy for them. It's become like 8 to 8 or 8 to 9, right? And they are sitting in the same place. Yesterday I saw one triangle, right? There is a, a dinner table, bed and a computer. So that life, the life cycle or of a professional, right? From bed to dinner table to computer. So you just keep this three triangles you keep doing, right? So there it becomes a problem. And I think it's, uh, there is a hidden burnout that happens. Right, it's like uh, you can see people getting disinterested or uh, disengaged as time goes on, and it's becoming even more trickier with the current uh, scenario, especially here um, in India. Is that even for me, we don't feel like uh, pushing people. Things are slowing down, or it's hard to maintain momentum. Um, we don't feel like asking people. Like, I don't feel like pushing people. I don't feel like pushing myself. So that is under a serious problem. I think uh, uh, it's momentary or it might take months. I, I don't know. But I see that thing really happening, right? Like uh, the momentum of work happening is dropping. You you don't feel like pushing somebody or asking somebody or even pushing yourself. Yeah. So... so- so you, w- one thing you mentioned is the momentum of work. Obviously, uh, that is more psychological and uh, environmental and other factors which are not in our control, right? So, what about the factors which we can control? How, how do you how do you use those factors? So obviously, your routine is something which you can control. But of course, in in a in a larger organization where you have a login time, logout time, and you have specific meetings to attend, which happen throughout the day and back-to-back meetings, things like that. Obviously, those you cannot control. But if you're at home and you can control your schedule and you can control your uh, time time for nap and all those things, you can, of course, uh, do what you just suggested. Uh, what about the things uh, which you can control from how do you manage, how the work comes in, how you do it? Uh, not just today, but in general, how do you manage to keep your productivity up? Today, of course, uh, COVID and uh, all those scenarios, leaving those aside, the work remains work, right? How do you organize that part? Uh, okay. So I think one of the things which I kind of do is when I have some pieces of work to be done, I actually go and block my own calendar. Okay. Okay. So I think that's the first step. Like, let's say you have to work on let's say two engagements and two deliverables have to go by weekend. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll block three hours, three days. And in that time, I won't take any other call. I consider it like an external meeting. So in that block, I try to uh, stick and work. So you know the deliverables that you'll have to do by the end of the week, right? And uh, so you work accordingly. Now, even if you are, uh, even when it is, related to like I have to team and they have to do some work. So I kind of lock probably 
one hour a week just thinking about what the team should be doing what are the things that you should be doing i just call that as a planning time right it's like planning and self consider it as a self audit where are we kind of a thing so probably i do that once in two weeks so for the team what do they have to do so it's like it's a team space it's for the team it's for the team goal but block one hour for that um i think fundamentally the point i'm trying to say is we have different responsibilities okay uh we block an hour of or whatever half hour half an hour of time for those uh things and i think uh, one thing that's recently been helping me is uh, cortana gives a daily briefing mm-hmm. to use office 365 so it'll actually find out hey you got two hours free today do you want to lock it for your time i'll say yeah please do that so that actually kind of helps it comes first thing in the morning right and then i'll say okay let me spend that it figures out from your calendar that you have to do this and then it helps you do this that's uh that's been also been uh, helpful um i would actually say the productivity killer is actually ad hoc meetings somebody just pinging you randomly yeah and and i think the best thing for that is switch off notifications on your phone and on your in Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, unless somebody is dying, don't even bother. And <laughs> and I would say, if every one hour check notifications, whether it's on phone or WhatsApp or on your Teams or Click or Slack, whatever. So I think that is important. And uh, so that, those ad hoc things are the killers. so in fact i would say even if you don't plan don't do ad hoc stuff your productivity will go up one of the things which actually saw i saw in um, uh, in one of the auto responses to some of the team members who i work with uh, so usually when you are in on i am with somebody you will say first thing you will say is hi right and uh, and wait for the other person to respond so that you can actually ask the question so in this person's uh, response i actually stopped doing that because i know there is no point uh, uh, asking hi and then launching the question and whatever right so i simply asked the question i said uh, hi this is my question uh, whenever you get a chance respond to it so it is like an email but with one line yeah. right so uh, and 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 i i'm not waiting for your response you respond whenever you want to do so the the auto response actually said is please don't waste your time by saying hi and hello and all those things just simply ask your question if i when i will respond whenever i can so <laughs> i realized that i was sort of doing it by default now people are asking it this is why you are wasting my sending me an interrupt without any action right hi is an interrupt without an action so how do you i mean i'm just curious is it more a technical thing is it yeah. like you send an auto responder in no no you see in your so what you can do is you can set up a uh status right in teams you can set up a status oh, status okay right so status is uh, automatically displayed to people if you i think some of them set up it as an out of office thing or some i think one of these options i, I did not actually check because i never use out of office because so there's no point <laughs> sending out of office i'm never in office anyway so yeah. so that's what i thought that that is actually a very good productivity tip if you are doing i am with somebody just ask the question and don't wait for response and uh, do whatever 
IM is supposed to be asynchronous. It is not supposed to be synchronous. In fact, my default response is for anything except a phone call, I will have, I have a 24 hour SLA. Right? You send me WhatsApp, you send me uh, IM, you send me any email. Default response time is 24 hours. Right? If you really want my attention, you call me. <laughs> right? You have my phone number. You have you can call on Teams also. If if something is really urgent, you can call on Teams. Right? So that is my default response. Right? So uh, I, like you said, I also have turned off my notification. In fact, Windows 10 gives you a uh, focus assist mode. If you right click on the on the uh, in the right bottom of uh, your window where the notifications are coming, so there is a option called focus assist. Mm. Right. So you turn it on, and you can turn it to it says only alarms or uh, only high priority. Right. So so windows becomes clean. Right. Of course, phone you can turn off notifications. So I don't respond to any notifications on the on the PC at least. So if I'm working, there's no notifications popping up. Right. So the not only notification will be that the if the somebody is sending me a message, the the icon will change color, and I can notice it or not notice it. That is up to me. <laughs> so that that is how I sort of prevent notifications. I stop, completely stopped getting notifications after I turned on Focus Assist. Ah, okay. Got it. I can try that. So, so I, I think that yeah. the yeah, Venkat, you wanted to say something. Yes. So for your uh, like uh, for uh, Kumaran case, uh, Kumaran is working for home for uh, many many years. So it is uh, it is there is no difference for the Kumaran whether it is a COVID situation or any other situation. It is the same. Their culture is same. There is no difference. Mm -hmm. So they, they don't uh, feel any changes in this um, culture, uh, like uh, new working environment. Uh, if you take a um, startup company like us, mm -hmm. so initially, um, our productivity is very high. If you say, if you say like uh, last year, um, March, April, May, actually our productivity was very high because like uh, people are very happy since they are working from home. Um, so they are uh, literally they are working for at least uh, 12 hours uh, per day. So uh, as as Kumaran said, they will take a breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The rest of them they will be working in front of the computer, mm -hmm. right? Um, um, apart from sleep. So um, in that case, um, our productivity was very high for a couple of months. After mm -hmm. that, uh, they are facing like um, uh, some monotonous, uh, some uh, uh, some laziness. Our productivity gradually got reduced because uh, they uh, they don't know how to organize their work. How to they, uh, they don't know how to organize their personal work from the um, um, the, the professional work, right? Uh, and that's where the the problem comes in. Since since we are working from home, then um, the main uh, like of course you have to give the priority to the work and if it is that important and and sequel um, important you also give your personal work also like that's how you need to manage uh, your uh, productivity as far as my my concern. So the the problem comes in they, <clears throat> they don't know how to organize. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the the Kumaran has said uh, one tips I uh, they will uh, block um, time block by block like mm -hmm. first three hours 
they don't take any notification or like uh, any distractions. They will lock room like um, three hours. They will only focus on work, and then they will give some break. They'll work some personal work, and then he'll come back. Actually, this is um, um, this is what like this block timing may vary from um, team to team or uh, like company to company because we were having the status meeting, um, some uh, uh, some other meeting in total o'clock. We cannot um, uh, allocate that meeting, that timing, right? So uh, that uh, that we need to be. Uh, train our team also, not only for your productivity, like you need to train your team, like how to allocate uh, your timing, because we might be thinking that, okay, we have assigned the work, they will be uh, working and coming back to us. Like uh, you cannot separate actually that COVID situation from your work, because many of my employee, I mean, our employee, mm -hmm got COVID affected and even in fact one of our uh, employees father got expired. Mm -hmm. So we cannot, uh, we we should be prepared for this kind of situation also and mm -hmm. um, to make uh, so that the point I'm trying to make is train your employees how to know. Uh, um, so any any specific, any specific uh, organization techniques which uh, have worked uh, in your company, which you want to share? Um, yeah, actually we have, um, instead of um, training yourself, actually we are, I have personally, I have joined one course, which which helps me a lot. And I am I'm recommending that course to our team also. Please go through this course mm -hmm. and uh, please uh, come up with your you know, own schedule and productivity. Like, that's what you, I did it for. You me. want to share the name of the course for um, our listeners? Yeah, it is uh, It is in, uh, right now, it is in only Tamil. Mm -hmm. So it is not in any other language. That is fine. Means we have a lot of people who understand Tamil who might be listening. So uh, what, what is it? Just give us a gist of what the course actually helps you do. Maybe there may, okay. there may be, of course, other courses in similar uh, structure, which helps in other languages also. But what is a... What is the main message or the main content of the course, uh, which you are? Okay. The, the main content of the course is like uh, it. It course helps me to um, to come up with the goal. What you wanted to do, and then how to um, um, improve your productivity or timing towards that goal. That goal might be anything, whatever you wanted to be in your life. Can right? give an example. And also, maybe some goal that you took and how it is helping okay so i took my goal is like actually i have written it in the like my wall also it is help one million aqua farmers technologically to improve their productivity and sustainability and traceability like this is my goal okay so the same way like goal might be very from one person to one person like and and also, it, uh, that course also help you how to improve your productivity, like, you know, uh, uh, how you can organize your day or uh, how you can, it is, it is general, mm -hmm. but, but it helped me a lot. So I thought that no, my team also gets. Uh, so what uh, changes you made? What changes you made after you went through that course? Okay. So one change, as he, the Kumaran said. I actually I stuffed all my notifications from uh, nine to two actually, mm -hmm. and 
and it is it is not only for that like it will also help you to mentally prepare because so it helps me to do a yoga in the meaning in the morning mm -hmm. and uh, like uh, visualize your goal and visualizing technique and uh, visual board something like that similar mm -hmm. okay so so those are the changes which you you made uh, to yeah. uh, and you you said you also used the blocking time uh, technique which uh, kumaran has already mentioned right yeah uh, uh, any anything which you heard from your uh, team members who sort of uh, use the same techniques or did, did any good feedback which came after they changed their way of working actually that that was just from monday <laughs> okay for okay. for my team so okay I, so, so you have yet to hear from him i think that'll be a good idea to yes. uh, check yes. back again no. uh, actually that um, one um, uh, the one thing i like about the uh, the course is it's a live session mm -hmm. it starts at 5 am in the morning okay. 5 to 6 okay okay so you have to get uh, up really early to attend yeah. that course <laughs> yes so so it it does not affect your no regular uh, timing uh, but it might affect your sleep <laughs> a little bit <laughs> yeah so it also helps me to go to sleep early okay okay actually i i started waking up at 4 o'clock nowadays mm -hmm. so so i'll take a bath before and uh, do my morning rituals before attending the course that's okay. what uh, okay so so I, so so i think the message you are saying is if you cannot make your own routine that take external help right uh, things like yes. this this yeah. course which will help you uh, pick up a routine change your habits i think maybe kumaran maybe something you want to talk about the uh, the tiny habits part how, how how does that how can that actually help uh, uh, make be more productive right so this because I, i believe that that is also to do a lot with personal productivity tiny habits isn't it yeah definitely so i could i could see the like uh, many similarity of tiny habits in the course also like what they are as i was saying is do a small changes in your life like not a big changes only small changes it will reflect you somewhere in long term so always look for the um, uh, the uh, longer uh, like benefit instead of uh, shorter benefit see if you are started the exercise you cannot get the six pack in a day like it will take two years right yeah so for that you need to start with a single push up Okay. So, yeah, power to Kumar. Yes. <laughs> I I think it's uh, it's interesting. I think what you need is a combination of two things. Uh, so when we say productivity, right? People kind of uh, the biggest misnomer about productivity is the effort that you are putting. If I put in more effort, then I'm more productive, which is not true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just because I work twelve hours doesn't mean I'm very productive. I'm just ha hard working, right? Hard work. Yeah. <laughs> Am I being productive? Well, that's a different question. So, what kind of uh, gives you the sense know that what is productive? It it relates to what uh, Venka just know. You need to have a north star or a goal. See, otherwise it's like you pedal fast, but you pedal in all sorts of directions, or you're pedaling in a circle, right? I I've become. Uh, see, it's like uh, I used to pedal at one kilometer per hour, 
now i am pedaling after 10 years of uh, practice i am pedaling at 10 kilometers per hour my productivity has gone up 10x seems to be true but if you are in a circle too bad <laughs> you are in the same place you just going in the same circle right you just going faster that's all right you have not it gone is, anywhere yeah it is related to your goal also like why you are pedaling it you want to reduce your uh, no uh <laughs> wait right? uh, uh, you want to reach to uh, the, like chennai to delhi right? that and is the practically how this manifests is like if you take a developer for example right a uh, very sincere hard working developer he'll keep on writing one code after another code after another code and if he finds a problem he or she will keep just changing the code again and again right they call it r and d mm-hmm. i call it trial and error yeah okay so i stop telling them please in my team i discourage them from using the word r and d that's not it's a trial and error <laughs> that's it, not trial um <laughs> uh, what should i say um undervalue r and d by calling what we are doing as r and d what we are doing is trial and error okay there's no research or development happening here no by the way i i believe research and development is also trial and error so <laughs> there is no difference <laughs> as such <laughs> okay so basically i think in in this case there is a formal structure to doing something there is a goal that is defined in lot of in uh, r and d there is no pure r and d there is no goal it's just that you discover things and then after you get it you figure out you connect the dots by looking back um but again that's a big debate in the r&d field like should you have a goal or shouldn't you have a goal or you don't be innovative if you set a goal it's a big topic we'll keep that aside for some other day but in the normal circumstances we have goals defined right as an individual or as a team so it's not just important to increase how much effort that you're putting in but i think it's even more important to identify what goal which we are trying to reach and that's where i kind of tie in what we call as the intention so there is a macro intention and a micro intention so for example in um, like let's take if i just take venkat's case the macro intention is i'm going to impact 1 million farmers excellent okay but that might take you 5 years 10 years to achieve that okay yeah that's the biggest challenge that comes is what do i do this week what do i do this month what do i do for the next 2 months so we need to kind of be also able to get it into a micro intention or a micro goal derive something from that so for example in this in um, venkat's case it could be that uh, the farmers who are about to start cultivation right they are confused so next 3 months i am going to work on removing their confusion okay. right before so before cultivation before start of cultivation they are struggling that can be one that's just like one type of thing he said using technology or the other goal you see you know what i think ai can do a lot of help so in the next 3 months i will have the basic ai model which can predict what the output will be i will get that ready so it's also in, from the larger 
intention get a smaller goal and whatever you are doing daily allocate a fixed block to that because you will have transactional stuff when you have operational is too high let's say goal based long term things right so you need to have slots for both and most important for operational stuff you should clearly do it only in the slots otherwise it's like cancer it will just spread and take your time I, I want to share one uh, productivity technique which which I have developed for email because I, I know although we want to get rid of email we want to do completely on IM and Teams and all those things but email does not go away it has not gone away for twenty five years I don't think it is going any anytime soon right so <clears throat> so what I do is <clears throat> I read only mails which are sent to me or CC to me. I don't um, read. I don't read any other mails. So what I've done is in Outlook, I've created a rule to send all the mails which are sent to me or CC to me into a separate folder, and I will read only that folder. Rest everything is not important, right? So because I don't care about the notifications, so even if anything lands in the inbox, I don't really read that, right? So because if it is not sent specifically to me. It is, it is uh, not. There is no specific action on me, right? So there may be general message, announcements, things like that. I can read when I have, whenever I have time. So I, I actually, for everything else, I have rules for any specific messages. They will go into different folders and all those things. Those rules exist. But anything which does not fall into the rules, they will go into the inbox. I will read the inbox once in a day, sometime, right? So if something is very urgent and somebody needs my attention, they will obviously call me. <laughs> so that is my default procedure for handling email. And then I don't get more than 15 mails in a day, which are targeted to me or CC to me for action, which which is completely taken the load off me reading emails actually. Ah, okay. So that is that is something which I I, I have been doing for the past almost 10 years, I believe. So I I stopped uh, reading all any other mails except which are sent to or CC to me. Is there any other any such technique which you are using to manage your day-to-day uh, -day interrupts? Uh, uh, actually, I I started using it. So in that course, like there is a one thing called decluttering. 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 Yeah. Okay. Decluttering your emails. Decluttering your uh, like what you call this and everything so whatever you are having unwanted you please take and throw it away and which you are not using it for the last two years i don't think so you are going to using it for last after like uh, yes. five years also like so whatever you are not using it for two years you just take it away mm -hmm. and same thing goes to the email also like. mm -hmm. uh, so I, I i am trying to be zero hundred emails in my email box so uh, whenever i get a time i'll sit and i'll create a uh, different folder for a different projects i'll move the emails to the project and the rest of the emails actually i'll simply delete it i so don't you, do you uh, actually so, use uh, those rules do you, uh, do you use any of the rules i i understand you use uh, a g suite right for your email yeah yeah so yeah. They, they also have uh, rules where you can auto tag and auto uh, sort of organize the mails. You don't use that as a, as a method to help you organize? 
Yeah, I do use like some of the emails, but um, but some of the emails I will be getting it from the, the same project manager mm -hmm. for the different projects. So okay. for that, I cannot use the same uh, tools. Okay. 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 Right. In that case, I'll manually move it and I'll give the different color coding to the different projects. So that would help me also, no, uh, to to differentiate. Actually, this this reminds me of this color coding. Uh, I, there is so when you have uh, when one more than a year ago when I used to travel a lot, you have to have a lot of these receipts and bills which used to come by email, right? And you have to submit these bills, right? So I, I actually developed my own sort of coding system. And whenever a bill arrives, I will just tag it, right? This is this is uh, bill for taxi, bill for hotel. Uh, things like that, right? So all the uh, flight tickets, right? So all these, I, they, I will, I will just organize them and color code them, and they, they, I can just then uh, put a flag on them. Right? So I and just open all the flagged emails when I have to submit uh, my expenses. I say okay, then it automatically organize all the flight tickets, all the hotel, all the taxi, right? So that that also actually some one of the productivity techniques because otherwise I have to search. How many flight ticket mails were there? Organize the bills, right? So, so uh, that's exactly. I think it's a good, exactly. good idea when you use uh, color coding. Yeah, and, uh, and not only that, it it reduces our time uh, time for uh, like uh, like anything. So, for example, um, uh, you might have had this situation. You you must you might have misplaced your other card somewhere. Mm. When when you wanted to have a other card, like you might be searching it for one or two hours until unless you keep it in the same place. Mm. So um, so like what I did is all my ID cards, all my you know uh, the cards which are uh, I'll keep it in only one place. Mm -hmm. So whenever I need it, even I can call my uh, home, go to that place, and get open it. the dryer. Take my uh, uh, ID card, take picture, and send it to me. Like mm -hmm. so, I can send it, and and I also I also have a digital copy of all my uh, uh, ID card. So whenever I need, so so these are the changes I made. It like function. Have you used the DigiLocker actually? Uh, no, actually, I'm I am using it. No, uh, <laughs> a Google Drive. Actually, your voice is breaking. Uh, yeah, I think. It... Okay, looks like my microphone has. Yeah, now it's okay. Now, now it's fine. Now it's fine. Now it's fine. Okay, maybe I moved something and the, my microphone got dizzy. Okay. I, I was saying, have you this this DigiLocker application? Have you tried that application uh, uh, from? This is a government uh, application where all the government issued IDs you can store and. and Actually, I am. Actually, I am using it, I guess, like for my driving license. Yes, that, yes, uh, yeah. driving license. And so there uh, is two things there. There is something called M Parivahan, which I use. Mm -hmm. That one is like. Uh, yeah, even, even I'm also using. I'm also using M Parivahan. Yeah. Ah, that is for auto things, but all other things we'll have to find out. Yeah. So, so DigiLocker actually uh, is a good application. I, I found means it, you can have your uh, children's uh, certificates also there if you want, and uh, you can use that as a uh, official document and share share, okay. share it through the DigiLocker also. So Aadhaar oh, card, oh, it will okay. actually uh, what it will do is it will mask the Aadhaar card instead of sending a picture. 
So it will send a masked Aadhaar card that this is uh, doesn't have to share the all all of the twelve digit number. It will just send a uh, the QR code based uh, Aadhaar card. So if somebody wants to verify, they can do that. So that that actually is just as a, a sidetrack. This that is a good application. I found that uh, you can keep your, your IDs. So I don't know whether it allows passport also. Maybe it will allow passport also. Maybe who knows? But passport is physical. <laughs> Hmm. Okay. Right. So one of the other things which actually the the things which you said about decluttering, uh, the uh, we uh, in all organization we have these distribution lists, right? Where you will keep on getting alerts and mails and uh, a huge number of questions, right? For example, in in our company we have a a local chat group, which is let's say a Bangalore based uh, group, which will uh have all the information where all random things will come right but they are all time sensitive means if you if you have not seen them in one week there is no relevance to that information right so what i have done is in in uh, outlook uh, i uh, i think office 365 has a retention policy uh, option so if you if you have not used that that is a very good option for getting rid of mails which you will never read right so so it, these are the so this all i have applied this retention policy that if i have all mails in this folder after one week it should just delete so i you can set up the time so some mails i will keep for one month some mails i will keep for one week so so that all that automatically my unread mails will become zero <laughs> automatically because i don't really care about those mails right so i'm i'm not intentionally trying to read those mails because anyway i'm not there no value to me so that's one way i have figured out to declutter i said okay these are alerts these are things which are no time sensitive if i have not acted on them in one week there is no point in me looking at at them at at different point of time i think typically things from uh, applications right like it's workflow kind of application i think they are a perfect candidate for uh, what you are just telling us yes retention policy yeah yeah means some people keep them because uh, they somehow the believe that maybe, uh, yeah sorry go ahead it can be any anything when uh, get uh, for example for me github right when people keep updating issues on github i keep getting the update okay when okay. issue tracker people are working on that they are updating it every change will send a mail to Now, when the okay, issue is okay. closed, I really don't need that mail. So, typically, I will have some. In a week, I get some fifty mails or hundred mails. Like any GitHub update, I'll get one mail. Okay, okay. So, but anyway, that actual record is there on GitHub, right? So, I really don't need that email on yeah. my inbox. Yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, when Facebook came so many years ago. this was the first thing which i stopped notifications for because anything on facebook it will used to send email <laughs> that that was also a big uh, clutter generator so we still get it no linkedin we get we get from linkedin uh, yeah you can start are... yeah. yeah so yeah means those are those are all uh, means different notifications i guess Uh, these are all instead of push you sh they should i think uh, the message there is instead of getting the push notification make them pull notifications you want a notification you go get it so instead of uh, 
because the in the software world everything is now push notification let us push notification right all 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 applications want to do push notification right in fact there are now services available dedicated to just enabling push notifications i'm sure venkat is using some of those push notification uh, yeah yeah yeah. Right? yeah our our application primarily based on push notification <laughs> right so what we are here suggesting is if you want to be productive you have to be pull instead of push right so you pull right. your notifications then then uh, get uh, get sort of decluttered during the day by all these bombardment of notifications any other thing which you want to share kumaran uh no i think basically from a team i would say also have fixed i think i was talking to venkat yesterday hmm. schedule meetings right and try yeah. to just talk when the meetings are scheduled and have different meetings for reviews different for operations different for strategic decisions like that so when people come in they come in with their mind otherwise i think that's a very important and it kind of feeds of each other so let's say i have a direction problem i don't know what to do i know that wednesday 9 o'clock meeting i can go and ask that question i don't have the desperation i have to call my boss immediately i don't need to i know that wednesday i will call and ask him like that on the meetings there actually one uh, productivity technique which i uh, actually saw in outlook which is also available as a tip in number of uh, websites is you can change the default time of the meeting right one is that stop having these one hour meetings right reduce them to 45 minutes right uh, or a half an hour meeting you do it to 25 minutes because a lot of people have these back to back meetings correct, right correct. so yeah. you don't have time even for a bio break right so especially working from home people just believe there is there is no need to take a break right <laughs> but that that is not something uh, uh, which is true and 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 so what you can do is in your outlook you can change the default uh, meetings to instead of if you don't want uh, 45 minutes you can make it 55 minutes this is okay uh, we will stop the meeting 5 minutes before the hour so that you have time to do something else before your next meeting right so that is actually uh, i believe a good uh, way to keep the productivity and the motivation in the teams at a decent level so that you finish in in time you give people time you are considerate that back to back meetings in fact I, there was some paper which was published i guess by microsoft on this is back to back meet meetings are and especially back to back video meetings are something which you should not go for and if you if possible go for audio once and switch video when you think it is the most necessary thing to do okay so yeah so what you are saying is like uh, i am also thinking the same like you know uh when you when you uh, comes to the uh, meeting sometimes i schedule it back to back meeting mm -hmm. so but uh, most often that meeting does not end it in on time so it will uh, it will move no uh, again up uh, like 5 or 10 minutes due to some reason like so that next meeting you no know, got uh, obviously uh, got postponed or late like you know it might give some frustrations to the other members also like you are waiting for the meeting so so they they will think that okay always he will come in late so he'll he'll move uh, uh, he'll move to his uh, like mind state itself 
right. in fact in, in teams actually there is now a interesting feature if you have, if you have noticed that uh, kumaran 5 minutes before the meeting gets over yeah. it flashes that 5 yeah. minutes left in this meeting right Correct. you can also use something like that which has a flash 5 minutes before the meeting ends you start winding up right because if you have 5 minutes to wind up something you can actually end the meeting in time right because you cannot end it because somebody is already in the flow right but if you have that 5 minute warning to everybody that okay this meeting is going to be over in 5 minutes let us wind up Mm. Actually, yeah, we were we were used to have a timekeeper for this purpose. So every meeting they uh, they used to have one timekeeper. I will he will tell us okay in in the in the five minutes meeting is going to be over. Like we have to. I think you should like keep that practice. You should keep that practice. But, even but even somehow you yeah. have a timekeeper. <laughs> Actually, that uh, that I don't know. Like uh, what what had happened? Even uh, I don't have any idea. Like it is got vanished now. Mm-hmm. but i i think that's a that's a that's a good practice having a timekeeper and teams now is giving sort of a timekeeper kind of a feature in build correct so that, i think that 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 is is there, is there something else kumaran which you suggest how to end meetings in time <laughs> how do you how do you practice it no i i think we have got used to it now i mean like even if we go beyond we are very conscious so i would say when you go over a meeting apologize to everybody apologize to everybody at least do that okay sorry we ran over meeting yes that's the easiest thing we can do so once you start doing that right then it becomes you become more and more conscious about it see maybe we are not very good at breaking it on time but what we can definitely do is when we run over the time when we finish the meeting the organizer should definitely apologize All others who feel like apologizing can also apologize. Sorry, I made a mistake. We couldn't finish on time. In fact, one of the practices which we have as a culture within within our company is that if you end early, right? Actually, people people make the effort of saying we are giving you back your time. Ah, um, right. Say. we were supposed to do it in 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 45 minutes but we finished in 30 i am giving you 15 minutes back of your day today do whatever else you want to do right so it's people feel happy about that means there is nothing gained actually but <laughs> people feel happy that okay yeah, i got something back from uh, even if it is just free time so i i think that's a that's a good practice i i personally feel happy when i get 15 minutes back i think what i said is the opposite of it i apologize for taking away the time which yes. i didn't ask from you yes so this this is the opposite of that if you actually give time then you make people realize that you given them time back <laughs> yeah so that's that's when they start valuing it okay this was valuable time <laughs> which which right. i got back so any other thing before we close uh, any other last uh, uh, productivity tips you want to share uh no that's what i venkat anything yeah, yeah. okay uh, no that's it actually yeah. okay okay all right so so th- that's that's our uh, session for today uh, good productivity tips i know we went all over the place to uh, share our uh, insights but that's how uh, uh, our conversations go and i we hope that you like to listen to these conversations please do subscribe go to etiunplugged.in/subscribe and uh, the number of ways you can find audio video whatever is your preferred format and to do give us uh, your feedback uh, we'll be happy to improve our sessions improve our 
quality of uh, discussions and uh, ask your questions thank you and see you next time